Good afternoon, everybody. Daily Grind with Odie and Welch here. And I am so excited. Like, we're going to have a running man commercial moment about the person that's on the podcast today for an entrepreneur interview. It's Sarah Van Dusen from Sarah Van Marketing. And if you have not heard of her, I swear, like, where are you hiding? Because this girl is the Google expert and pretty much you just need to be on Google. So I think you're using the wrong search engine if you haven't heard about Sarah. She is phenomenal. She is a mother, a spouse. She is so well-rounded in what she does and who she is as a person and what she provides to her clients and her friends. So it means a lot for me to have her on the podcast today and we're going to talk about a few different things, but I'm going to let her be the boss. Hi, Sarah. <laughs> Hello. Hi, everyone. And hi, Odeon. And thank you so much for having me on your podcast today. It's an honor and a thrill to be here. I am very excited to um, talk with you all about Google and about um, SEO and how to improve your search engine optimization so that people can find your website and your social media. I thought I could provide some knowledge for you on the podcast today and really um, help you grow your businesses. That's what I do. I'm in marketing. I have my own marketing firm and I help people get uh, to the number one ranking on Google for their industry. I like to help small businesses optimize their uh, web presence on their website and on social media as well so that people can recognize them by their brand and find them easily when they're looking for products and services that are similar to theirs. Mm -hmm. And so speaking of growth, you've actually had a lot of growth since I've seen you. So you've done four events this month already? Uh, four events this month. Um, it's been a wild ride. <laughs> Thank you, November. Um, I like to uh, teach seminars on uh, Google and social media and how to use them for corporate. I've also um, started a uh, marketing networking group in Edmonton called Yeg Meetup. Um, it's me and five other people organizing it and running it. And it's basically just a connection uh, between different um, marketing people to gain referrals and use each other as a resource um, so that we can um, share tips and tricks about our industry and um, and clients. I also am a part of Selfie Made Woman, uh, which is run by Janine Wiley, and I'm luckily an, an executive board member there. So we throw events based on um, supporting uh, female entrepreneurs and their businesses. Um, and that happens about once or twice a month. Um, they meet up. And then I also did an event for uh, fantastic clients of mine, my insurance agent with Sun Life, Dan Brophy, and my CPA, Radhika Gautier, who is with Gautier Professional Corporation. And they both spoke on different financial matters and how to basically write off things in your business and also to use your insurance as a way to um, get money back um, um, from that you've invested into your taxes. It was really brilliant strategy. By I Dan actually Bilby. do love the corporate tax strategy in regards to insurance. It's really fun. Uh, it's something that people d forget about. So, and Dan is a great guy. So we're just going to take a pause to give a shout out to Dan, Dan Brophy. Yay, yeah. Yay, Dan. <laughs> you made it on the podcast. <laughs> and, and, yes. and so since you're doing, you, you're at all sorts of events, like you're hosting these events, you're speaking at these events. And I'm going to ask you before we really dive into stuff, what's the most common mistake you see people make at these events that are attending them, whether it's to learn or network? Okay, for learning, um, if you're going to an event and you're tired and you're exhausted 
you know, um, you need to put that aside and focus on what you're there to learn. You're there to grow and to learn and you need to be focused and alert and attentive. Otherwise, you're not going to benefit from it and you might as well have stayed home and caught up on your sleep. <laughs> um, if you're going there to network, then do so. Um, try and make it a contest with yourself. How many business cards can I get tonight? How many people can I meet? How many connections can I make? Um, what can I learn from these people? What can I talk to them about? Um, if you see people in a group of three, um, try and go over to them. Then you automatically got two people that'll start in a conversation themselves and you can speak with a third person and ask them questions about their business. Um, that's, oh, I'm going to interject. That's something that's so important is ask them questions about like their business or what they do. Mm -hmm. I don't know how many networking events I've been to where someone's like, hi, what's your name? And then they spend like a half an hour telling me about their business before I've even blinked. And I'm like, uh, I, I was actually on my way to the washroom. Like, <laughs> sorry, I'm trying to run away right now. Right? And it's not even like what they're, they're almost, they have a speech that they use to sell to everyone, but they haven't learned anything about me and what I'm interested in. And that's the point of networking events, I think, is to learn about other people. What do you think? Definitely. Not only to learn about them, but about their business and what products and services they offer, right? So maybe it's something that you could use personally for yourself or for your business or for a close friend or a loved one. There's always somebody, like when you're speaking to somebody and you find out about their business, they always trigger something. Oh, I know someone who would be good for you or yeah. I know someone who could use your services or that reminds me of so-and-so and they could also benefit from that. It's it's really a great resource and it's also inspiring when you go out to these events and you're an entrepreneur and you're working from home or you're working out of your small business and it's you and like one other person or five other people and you don't have that um, ability to uh, human interaction. Yeah, almost. The human interaction. You're like, okay, I'm not a robot yet. Like, <laughs> Yes. So you can go out and you can meet these people at these events and it's inspiring because you hear them talking about their business and you get all enthused about what they're doing and you can take that enthusiasm and put it into your own business. Uh, following my seminar that we uh, that you attended on Thursday. Oh yeah, Thank I did just attend out. an event. It was amazing, you guys. That's another reason I snagged her on here. Yeah. Stuck um, her in a corner. <laughs> Um, and I had somebody reach out to me and say, thank you so much um, for putting this on and for speaking with me. And you always make me so excited about my own business and so enthusiastic about what I'm doing. And it reinvigorates me to work on my own. Um, yeah, that things. was it's so true, because watching your presentation, I got ideas that I felt like were trapped, but had maybe left me. And I was like, oh, OK, this makes sense. And then um, listening to other people as they talked around. So I'm clearly a girl. I, I, I think it's been confirmed now. <laughs> but there is a guy who's an at-home barber. So he comes to your house and shaves and cuts you. Kyle Lawrence. Kyle Lawrence. Made men yeg. And he's a fantastic father and friend. And, and his logo is so adorable, but I mean very masculine at the same time, please. <laughs> and But the thing is, normally someone at a networking event might think, oh, I'm not going to talk to that girl that I'm a barber right? Like if their business is male dominated, but females are always thinking about that. I'm like, that would be a great gift for my brother. Um, this person, that person. Oh, I know someone who can't leave their house right now. Oh, I know a business that does that for women. Maybe they could partner. And so I think too, it's really important when you are getting invigorated to get invigorated by businesses that you might not have normally thought about working with. Exactly. Definitely. 
Um, the other thing that's great about Kyle is he is a mobile barber and he does come to your home. Um, huge shout outs to him. He actually helped my uh, grandfather uh, when he was in the hospital last year at Christmas and came out and cut his hair. And I've got nothing but love for Kyle <laughs> because of that. He's a phenomenal person and, and, uh, and dad. So. Yeah. And I think, too, you guys might be like, why are you guys talking about so many other people? But I know for me especially, other people and contacts that I've made have gotten me to where I am in my business and where I feel and have created that support for those days I want to cry in the corner. Like, and so speaking of crying in the corner, Sarah, the, here comes the mental health question. We're just going to jump right to it. Sure. <laughs> so being um, you were an employee before you became an entrepreneur, which is like a lot of us. And it's really scary sometimes, especially when you are balancing a child and relationships and all of those things. So what do you do to keep balancing yourself and keep yourself sane when you're going through this? So I like to um, kind of take time every day to make sure that I'm doing something for myself or to reward myself um, through projects. You know, um, okay, I've done this and, and now I can reward myself with um, a small like usually a comic book or something. I'm just such a nerd. But uh, here, you can get a comic book if you've um, finished this project or um, if you are uh, managed to get off this entire SEO audit, then you can um, read for a bit or play a video game or something like that to reward myself. I also try and take time each day to meditate. I recently downloaded an app called Headspace, which I found um this guided meditation and built it up every day. Um, it kind of helps me just check in with myself, especially if I'm feeling angry or frustrated, just kind of just brings me back down to the point where I'm mellow and okay. And I can kind of see things, um, from a different perspective, um, putting yourself in other people's shoes and being empathetic towards their feelings really, um, helps me when I'm having, um, a disagreement or, um, a situation where I'm feeling frustrated. Uh, which is a lot because, as you mentioned, I have a teenager at home. <laughs> so it's quite often where I'm feeling a little bit um, uh, overwhelmed. Um, Do you, so speaking of your teenager, mm -hmm. there's a lot of parents that are balancing kids and work. And I know there's a, an innate, I think that's the right word. I might be saying the wrong word right now. But fear in us that by putting our business as a priority, it's going to hurt our kids. So how do you make sure that your child knows that she's still loved just as much as your business? Um, so for me, I make time uh, to, to schedule um, dates with my daughter as well. So um, after this podcast today, I'm going to um, take her out to chapters and we're going to spend the day kind of looking around the bookstore and spending some time together. And um, tomorrow we're going to go and see my, my mother and she's going to have some chicken wings and spend some time with grandma and us. And chicken I, wings are love. Chicken you know, wings are love. You know, so just, I just like to make time for her too, you know, cause I'm so busy scheduling all these appointments with clients and I try not to overbook myself. I try to only book two to three clients a day, um, so that I'm not overwhelmed and that I have time for her and, you know, um, Hey, let's put on a movie. Let's play a board game. Let's do a quick hand of cards here and do something together so that we're spending time together. Um, Chris, my uh, other half, is a lot better at it than me about asking her about her feelings and her emotions and how was her day. Um, I forget and I get focused on, did you do your homework? And, <laughs> and uh, you know, have you all, were you on time or all your goals completed? 
and he kind of checks into the emotional side and and how so you we... kind of have like a teamwork yeah kind of thing and i think that's really important too because as women sometimes the biggest pressure comes to us from other women about how to do things properly and you've set that aside so do you think your relationship's actually grown stronger since you become an entrepreneur with your daughter um, definitely because I'm at home so much more, right? I noticed as soon as she started becoming a teenager and becoming more developed in puberty, I was like, I have to be here more. This is the troubled time for children. This is when they're going through these things that are so exhaustive to them and they have these pressures from society and from their peers. And, um, my mom was a single mother and it put a lot of pressure on her to work three jobs and still and, and still be at home and, and to spend time with us so I wanted to make sure that I was around for her and now I am she comes home from school and most of the time I'm there or I'm spending time with her you know in between um, things and, and making sure that we have those special days to gave together those Mimi days she calls them <laughs> mommy and me Aww. yeah Mimi days oh my gosh so speaking of getting life together mm-hmm how do we get our Google together? Like, oh, Google sure. is a beast that I think we all think we know what we're doing, but really in the back of our minds, we're like, I have no idea what I'm doing, Google. <laughs> so Google has its own set of algorithms that it uses to index websites and content to, to see how closely it matches keywords or search terms that people are using. I was recently um, asked to consult with the Canadian Senate. And woo, woo. You guys, I can't believe I almost didn't mention that. She was in the big room we see on TV telling them what to do for our Google Live. So uh, actually like... it was a Zoom meeting, but okay. <laughs> we're going to cap. Didn't fly to Ottawa or anything, but it was, it was great to be able to speak on uh, Canadian legislation that they are trying to put forward on uh, regulating the internet. Because as you know, once something's on the internet, it is there forever. So it was just such an honor to be able to speak um to some members of parliament about putting forth legislation on uh, privacy and Google's uh, policy for SEO. So I'm really excited about that. And I've actually put together a quick brief on SEO for you guys on how you can improve SEO content on your website. That's SEO is search engine optimization. So that is your ranking on Google and how Google will display your website or social media when people are searching for products or services that are similar to yours. Perfect. So what is like, do you have a number one tip? Do you have a few tips? Do you have a few processes? What should they know? Okay, so I got a quick 15 point plan for you that I'm going to go through today. And I'm going to base it on Odeon and your fantastic (laughs) services that you provide as an author and a content creator. So the first one is to start with your title tag as your keyword. So your title tag is your most important on-page SEO factor. Uh, The closer the keyword is to the beginning of the title tag, the more weight that it'll have with search engines. So this is, you know, having the word um, author or mental health or um, Edmonton or YAG, those kind of things in the title keywords. Then the second point is you want to leverage SEO-friendly URLs. So your URL is your address, right? Your your domain. So Okay, so for me, it's like odeonwelsh.com. odeonwelsh.com. Check Woo-hoo. it out today. <laughs> 
All right. So at saravanmarketing.com? saravanmarketing.com. Yes. Um, So instead of using the the word home as your tab on on your website, call it Odeon Welsh. Call it, um, you know, Edmonton Author. Something that people are going to be searching for, right? They are not searching for a home unless they are looking (laughs) to buy a home, in which case... You know, go ahead. Uh, for your about us, don't call it about us. Call it Meet Odeon Welsh. Um, the other tabs on your website should be labeled author or content creator or social media guru. You know, those are the things that people are going to be t- lurk- looking for. They're not going to be looking for services. So if you call your tab services, who's searching for that? No one. That's true. Right? Um, Maybe unless they're searching for inappropriate services. <laughs> that is not my website. You just have to put that out there. Yeah. <laughs> Um, for your blog, make sure that you're being specific about it. So Edmonton author blog, right? Don't just call it blog. Um, the third tip is to add modifiers, modifiers to your titles. So tags like 2019 or best or top author or number one selling author or Edmonton author or gag. Those things will help um, with your SEO. And just because like there are a few people in the States that listen to this podcast, Yeg is short for Edmonton. It's our airport name, and that's the popular how we refer to ourselves for some it's reason. It's huge for our search terms. So thank you, um, everyone, for tuning in everywhere. Make sure that you're using your city and your city's area code. Or yeah, so Atlanta yeah. would be like hashtag ATL more likely. Exactly. Okay. Things, things that you would commonly use as slang um, in your business or industry, too. So if there's like different words that you would use... Um, uh, for example, um, a trucking company uh, calls it rigging or rigger. You know, like those are terms that I would never use in my day-to-day life. But <laughs> if you own a trucking company, that would be very beneficial for you. Uh, the next thing you want to do, and point number four, is wrap your title in um, H1. So the H1 tag is your headline tag. And most CMSs, it's a content management system. So like WordPress. WordPress, kind of, yeah. yeah. Will automatically add that H1 tag into your blog post title. But some themes override this setting. So check your site's codes and make sure your title gets that H1 love. So, for example, the H1 um, author in Edmonton H1, right? As your heading, right? Uh, Tip number five, you want to dazzle with multimedia, all right? Adding those images to your site that are really going to get some dynamic punch. Make sure they're branded with your colors uh, and always have your logo on them because the more recognition that your logo is getting through these images, the better. Because when Google is looking specifically for images about you and about your industry and and products and services, those images are going to pop up. And if those images have your logo on them, Perfect. And no stock images, right? No stock images yeah. because in, uh, Google will de-index if it's if they find they're just stock, right? Um, or if and de-index a... is kind of like no longer talks to you, right? <laughs> it, it lowers your rank. Okay, yes. yeah. So you guys don't want to be on the bottom. Don't get de-indexed. Yeah. <clears throat> you can also use um, videos and diagrams. All of those things are very engaging for people and they'll spend more time on your site. You also want to wrap any subheadings. This is tip number six. Um, in H2, right? So just like we did with the H1 headings, H2 is for like subheadings for other content. So you could say mental health author Mm -hmm. rather than just author in Edmonton is your H1 title. You could say um, mental health author in Edmonton or um, 
expert in mental health and mental health awareness, um, raising uh, consciousness about a mental health. And uh, tip number seven, you want to drop your keywords in the first hundred words in the article. Keep it really rich. Mention Edmonton, mention the YAG, make, mention, you know, uh, writing, mention content uh, creation, all the different things that people would be searching for if they're looking for your specific industry. Tip number eight, you want to use outbound links. What that means is links that lead off of your website, that lead outside of your website. And these help Google decide what your page topic is and make sure that you show up in relative content requests. So outbound links are going to help your Google ranking. So you can do this by adding a professional contacts page, or in your case, Odeon, you could have links to um, mental health, mental health, um, organizations, organizations or, okay. you know, things like that. Here's a helpline. Here's, here's a local network. Here's where you can get counseling here, you know, all these different things that people would be looking for and would help Google say, okay, this has to do with mental health. Her website has to do with mental health, mm. right? Th that's going to help you. Then you want to use, uh, point number nine, use internal links. So this is links from within your website. So you want to link your, uh, home page, although it's not going to be called no, home, don't right? Use home people. <laughs> um, and you're going to have an image on that that'll link through to your author page or will link mm. through to your blog page, right? Having those links within your website um, is going to help raise your SEO as well. So you want to make sure that you're linking within those respective pages. Uh, tip number 10. Ooh, 10. <clears throat> you want to boost your site speed, okay? So Google uses page speed as a ranking signal, all right? Um, it should not take longer than three seconds to load. People will be pressing the back button so quick if your, if your website takes right? that Right? It's like when you're trying to shop and the shopping cart takes forever to load, think of it like that. If you end up not purchasing it, someone's not coming to you if you're taking too long in the shopping cart. <laughs> <laughs> They'll just start pressing back. People have no uh, attention span nowadays. So they're going to start pressing the back button if your page doesn't load within three seconds. Four seconds max is their attention span. <laughs> Okay, so there's things that you can do to help with this. All right, compress your images on your website. Um, check with your hosting. Maybe you can get a, fa a faster host. Um, is your JavaScript relevant? Making sure that only the content or multimedia content on there is needed. Um, say you want to have a video on your homepage. Maybe have the video on another page and have an image that looks like a video that people are going to click on and it'll lead them through to video and yeah and then your first page doesn't take as long to load people and yeah yeah look at your carousel see how your images are loaded right and just so you know if there's any of these words and you have no idea what they mean because carousel to me means a fun ride <laughs> you can reach out to sarah at any time if you don't want to yeah. google it or google it <laughs> yeah google it uh, google it okay carousel is a way of displaying your images on your website oh, sorry okay. about that no 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 it's All right and here's another fun keyword. This is point number 11. <laughs> Sprinkle in LSI keywords. So this is latent semantic indexing, LSI. All right. These are synonyms <laughs> that increase your page's Google relevancy and quality. All right. So these are things. Um, so say, you know, you're an author. So what else um, would be similar to being an author? Maybe an illustrator. Right. Mm. Things, things like that. So use those in your write-ups, maybe three LSI keywords every thousand words on your website. Create a list, uh, by the way, for SEO keywords and LSI keywords 
for your industry and for your website before you start writing it, right? It helps with your content and deciding where to go with these things, right? Um, number 12, image optimization. So your newly compressed images, right? Because you're compressing them so that they take a quick time to load. Um, label them with these targeted keywords, all right? So label the image as author in Edmonton.jpg or content. not image one people <laughs> yeah. I can tell you that <laughs> image four five six seven eight isn't going to give you the same SEO ranking as you know uh, mental health author dot ping, right? <laughs> you know? ping. Uh, because those are those those are going to help Google find the relevancy because Google is looking at what your images are called Google is looking at what your headings are and Google is reading every word on your website a website that has one word updated is going to appear above a website that hasn't been touched in three years, right? The next point, number 13, is using social sharing buttons. <clears throat> so social shares are going to generate more eyeballs on your content. Um, social sharing buttons can help increase your sharing by about 700%. Wow. Um, and you should share from these buttons as well to help raise your numbers. Um, make the buttons large and prominent. Have them right at the top of your page rather than the bottom. I mean, the bottom's okay if you're going to have them on the bottom, have them on the bottom, but make sure they're listed on every page of your website, those social sharing buttons. Also, make sure that you have the contact information for your company on every page of your website, not just your contact page, because somebody will scroll down, read through your services and everything else, and then maybe they'll go, hey, I want to contact this person. If your phone number is right there and it's linked to call and they're on their mobile, they're on their phone. They will press that button and follow it through and start calling you and talking to you immediately about their services. Yeah, I do like when that service is on someone's website. Yeah, right? It just makes it easier to find them, easier, easier to engage with them. Right? You're like, what's that number? And then you're scrolling back to the website. You're like, 4422. Okay. And then. <laughs> and I find that a lot uh, with older websites, especially that they're not linked to call or they're not linked to email. And it's like people are sitting there and they're trying to copy that little string so that they can, <laughs> and then they'll just be like, oh, forget it. And they press the back button and away they go to your competitor, right? You don't want that to happen. Make sure that they can contact you easily, right? That's the whole reason you're putting all this effort into your website in the first place. Um, and then step number 14, uh, post long content, all right? So the SEO adage is length is strength. Longer content ranks significantly higher on Google's first page. So when you're writing the content or rewriting the content on your website, go into depth, talk about each service, use every title that you can think of, every related keyword, um, and again, have that list ready so that you can use them. Mm -hmm. uh, point number 15 is boost your dwell time. Uh, your dwell time is how long somebody stays on your website, right? Did they go through to another page, right? Um, how many unique visits, things like that. Um, so you can boost the dwell time by creating engaging content. And if people are immediately pressing the back button when they go to your site, then it shows Google that you have a low dwell time. And this is an indicator of a low quality site. And it's going to decrease your ranking. So write that long, engaging content and keep viewers on your site for longer. And make sure it's engaging because it's just as bad to have long content that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> well, nowadays people aren't reading as much too, right? They yeah. want to watch a video. People would rather watch a three-minute video on your company than read you know, for three minutes on your well, website. And, uh, Sarah said something really interesting at her last event that 
people now search with images. So they'll use the emojis to search. Oh, the emoji yeah. searches, yeah. And it's like, so that means we're not even writing down, like, dog sitter. <laughs> we're writing, we're just putting a picture of a dog and, like, I don't know, whatever a babysitter looks like for an emoji if there is one. And it's insane to me. I guess I'm not that much of a millennial when I hear that. <laughs> well, for the example that I used was with pizza, right? So people using the pizza emoji or near me. Pizza emoji near me. Where's the pizza at? Yeah. I don't want to find pizza. Oh my gosh, I could go for some pizza right so, now. So <laughs> <laughs> that'll be the next break. <laughs> so um, they're using that to search and to find things, and it's helping them um, connect with your local pizza restaurant. So if you have a post on your Google page that has that pizza emoji and maybe a deal like 20% off with a pizza emoji, then people are going to find that coupon and download it and bring it in or call in or schedule a pizza delivery with your company pizza and actually so speaking of love and delivery and 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 pizza and pizza so i'm gonna ask this and you can totally slap me later if you want to but i think it's the coolest fact and people need to know about it so you're a rapper (laughs) <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to talk about my little brother's pizza place. Was, oh, uh, actually, no, no, no. Yeah, her little brother does have great pizza. It's vegan friendly. Dai uh, Pie in so Edmonton. So it's uh, Dai Pie on Jasper Ave, and it is 100% plant-based food. Delicious. Everything's made from scratch. All their sauces. They have no um, animal products used in anything. So no, coffee is cashew milk. But it's delicious. Like, <laughs> I couldn't do it. Amazing. I couldn't those do cheese it. cheese bites. Oh, yeah. I could live off The those. buffalo chicken. I put that in quotations pizza. Oh, the buffalo chicken pizza is my favorite. Yeah. Because it's not, it. there's soy curls, but it is spiced just like chicken. And it tastes like eating the chicken wing. And I never knew um, what, um, endive, is it? Mm-hmm. I'm not that good of a vegetarian people. I have my (laughs) moments. I have my moments. Uh, But yeah, okay. So back to that. So I think because you don't just wake up and know that you're a Google specialist. Oh, (laughs) And so your journey took you in cool places. And I think your journey makes you even such a cooler entrepreneur because you've had to go out there and like literally hustle as you rap and you've had exposure to so many different things and you can take those experiences and put them into the knowledge or be able to know these 15 points, but be able to kind of just put them in dum-dum terms, as I like to call it, because I'm like an <laughs> LNG. Like, but, so can you kind of give everyone like a quick like vision of your story? So sure. How- um, I actually, it, I, it, wasn't, it wasn't really rap that I started with. I was about 14 and I was a poet. I started writing my own poetry and my own songs and I was always singing and I was always dancing and I just loved music so much. And um, and I started writing my own poetry. I also did graffiti um, and I would do these. Elaborate... Not illegally, not children. If you're listening, do not tag things. Okay. <laughs> no, right on walls. <laughs> Can be a big find. <laughs> and uh, um, so I started off doing that and writing my own songs and things like that. And I had moved to Toronto for a few years because um, my stepfather was getting an education at uh, the Sheridan College in their fantastic um, uh, comic um, development, and he was going to work for Disney. He was an artist. He's Ooh. amazingly talented man. Um, and I fell in love with hip hop there. And when I came back to Edmonton, I decided, you know what, I'm going to be a rapper. And I decided that I was going to perform at all of these um, open mic nights. I was going to battle. Um, my first battle was in 2003. 
at the Eliminator. And that's actually where I met my partner, Chris, who I'm with right now, which is a funny story when people ask how we met. I'm like, we were in a rap battle together. Well, <laughs> he won. <laughs> and what's crazy, too, is like while she was doing this, because like promoting herself as a musician, that's a tough game. You were working full time the whole time. I was working full time the whole time. And you had a child. Um, and eventually I did have my daughter in 2004. Um, and that's when I, as soon as I became pregnant, I decided I'm going to have to do something strong with my life. I went to school. I got my business management diploma. I got my marketing diploma, uh, honors with distinction in both courses. Um, because when you're pregnant, you just stay at home all the time. (laughs) You can't do anything fun. I didn't want any, anybody to see me with my big old It'd be, you could be like the pregnant rapper, you know, (laughs) just walk around with that could be your costume. That could be someone take it. Sure. There's an audience. Um, So that, that was really great. So I kind of um, put music on the back burner, making sure that I could provide for, for my daughter and my dreams of entrepreneurship. I put on the back burner as well. I wanted to start my own clothing line and it was going to be called Graphon Gear, Gog. Mm and i always designed clothing made clothing for my friends um with these beautiful graffiti pieces that i would draw and i wanted to start my own clothing line um but being a mom a single mom at the time i decided that i was going to get a regular 9 to 5 job and i spent a lot of years um making other people rich and building up their companies and doing their websites and creating their facebook pages and their giveaways and being in charge of these multi-million dollar budgets for advertising and marketing for companies and being a one-stop shop, a marketing manager has to do it all. Um, after my last company was sold and it dissolved my position, I was given kind of a, a, a severance package, a little golden parachute. And I decided I'm going to take this and I'm going to create my own company. I want to do what I'm doing for my friends and my family and I want to get paid for it. So I, it's really been um, less than a year that I've been running my own company and it's just been such a phenomenal journey. I have all these wonderful clients that I work with monthly um, on the regular and then I have other clients that I just do one-off services of website optimization or um, Facebook setup or LinkedIn um, revisions, things like that. But all of them, I've made these great connections. I've met all of these wonderful entrepreneurs like yourself, Odie. Oh, such thank a, you. <laughs> it's such a pleasure to meet you. We met actually at the Inspire Her Alberta event um, put on by Janine, or, or sorry, rather put on by Joanne uh, Bartom um, of Inspire Her Alberta, uh, a female based uh, entrepreneurship. Yeah. Well, group. it's I feel so horrible right now because there's someone else who's on the board. And as soon as we've done this podcast, I'm going to remember her name. And I met her when I was doing my HR and interviewed her because I needed more information about the hiring practices in the provincial government. And she gave me a whole bunch of information. And then I had saw this inspire her and thought it was so cool and reached out. And she's like, hey, remember me? And I was like, oh, my gosh. And so I think to talking about inspire her, the board member, it the board members are all people who came from completely different backgrounds, but knew it was something they wanted to do. And because it's like, I think it's truly their passion, it's exploded really well. Definitely. And and they're all a great group of women. I don't mean to just single out one yeah. for their... <laughs> and, and the one whose name I'm not remembering, I apologize so much right now. Uh, yeah, and I think too, um, it's been less than a year and you've exploded, like you're literally in the government, but... For anyone who's listening, I think it's really important to remember, too, that 
just because it looks like it's been a year, she's been hustling and developing her skills for years beyond, before that. I'm not, we're going to say she's 21 right now. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know? with my teenager. Yeah, with her teenager. Um, oh, actually, that might be bad. Okay, so she's 60. No, <laughs> but Sarah is just so cool and so funky and so, like, literally inspired. And, oh, Tamron, that's the name. Oh, my bells went off in my head. Okay, sorry, Tamron from Inspired Her. Huge shout out. But uh, we, we often look at other entrepreneurs, especially as women. I think we're programmed at a young age, which I can talk about another day, but to find, to find ways that someone's better than us instead of finding ways that we're equal. And I don't want you guys to think of Sarah, even though she is amazing, and think that you can't do the same thing. Because you can do the same thing. And and we've given you the tips. You've got yeah, 15 you've great got tips. You've got 15 tips, you, you guys. You can do this for yourself. <laughs> All you have to do is follow those directions. And you know what? You're going to optimize your website. Yeah. And then that's just going to go a long way as we become a digital world. So, you know, don't get frustrated. Go to those networking events. Go out and socialize. Go out and do all those other things because it's so important, right? And don't compete against other people. Compete against yourself. Who were you yesterday? Are you better than the person that you were yesterday? Because you have to look in the mirror and say, am I proud of how I acted today? Am I, you know, thrilled to be me? Do I love myself for what I've done? You know, that's the only judgment that you should be putting on yourself is, am I better than I was yesterday? And I can tell you, honestly, I am. I am a better person than I was. And you're constantly I saw her Thursday and she's even cooler. (laughs) Three days later, she got cooler. I don't know how that works out. (laughs) I think it's the weather. Yeah. It's very chilly in Edmonton. We're like the weather, you know? Uh Cool in the winter, spicy in the summer. Yeah. Okay, we're going to go with that's a thing. Uh, and yeah, so I just think that's really important. Like you guys like idolize Sarah because she really knows what she's doing when it comes to like the internet, your websites and Googles. But as you listen to this for tips, don't think that you can't do it too, or that you're frustrated when it's not working out the way you want to. And again, she brought up such a good point about competition. We can all grow together. Even if our target audience is the same target audience and we have the same business, we can grow together because someone's going to like one person's personality and not like another person's personality. And there's 7 billion people on the planet. You know, there is more than enough work for all of us to do. Other marketing people, other SEO experts don't see each other as competition. That's why we built Yeg Meetup within Edmonton because... We want to grow together. We want to build together. We cannot provide these services for every single person on the planet. So, hey, good for you for having a business that's the same as mine. I hope that it is just as successful as I want my business to be. Yeah. You know, let's help each other grow. Let's help each other become the best possible people that we can by sharing these tips and tricks and and sharing this information and helping each other learn. Yeah. That's the only way that we can get better is by constantly learning. I go to the um, EPL, the Edmonton Public Library. Every two weeks, I get four to eight books on my industry, sometimes a parenting book to help me <laughs> with my child. But and, and, and I find things that can help me grow and help increase my knowledge base, right? Yeah. I have to always be on top of it because things are always changing. Always. And there's always going to be the next trick or and the next update. And it gives you update. confidence, too, like... When you have no idea what someone's talking about, sometimes it hurts your ego. And sometimes someone might not realize they're saying things that you don't understand. But when you're always consuming new information, there's going to be a time where you're like, hey, I know what that means. Like, <laughs> Or, hey, I don't know what that means. Could you please explain it to me and, and 
you know, and, yeah. and, 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 or I don't know what that means. And I'll get back to you after I figure out what it is. Let me give it a quick Google here. <laughs> yeah. Google, Google. <laughs> I think, you know what? We're actually not getting paid by Google for this podcast, but we should maybe ask for some kind of like endorsement. Uh, Google sponsorship here. Yeah. Google sponsorship endorsement. Endorse us. <laughs> so, uh, my next question really is, uh, what other information do you want to share with the people listening to this podcast? I think we're going to have to bring you back on like five more times. But what is something that you think people should know out there who's listening, whether it's about being a parent or being a hustler or being a Google SEO person or being a presenter? You're such a well-rounded entrepreneur. So what's something that you want to tell people who are listening to this podcast. From speaking in front of all those crowds while I was performing <laughs> as, a, as a young woman. Um, so now um, I think that one of the main things that I can tell you is, do you have control of your website? Do you know how to get into it? Do you have the passwords for it? Do you own your domain? Like what are the details surrounding your website and can you can control them? Because it is yours and you should have the passcodes to it because I know a lot of people who are like, oh, somebody set it up for me years ago and oh, maybe you've lost contact with that person. I was one of those people. She just threw me under the bus. So <laughs> if you don't know your password, it's okay. Okay, go on. <laughs> it's okay, but but find out. Contact them. Try and get a hold of them. Get it, get it back into your name. Get control back because that is yours and it's an extension of your business that is your baby that is somebody there's something that you're using to uh to reach your target audience and it should be a reflection of your business so make sure you have your passwords keep your passwords in a secure place whether it's for your social media logins or your website logins make sure you have them and you have them written down someplace close by because uh, it's it's easy to lose track of those things. Right? Everyone wants something different. Eight characters, uh, 20 characters. The blood of my firstborn. <laughs> I don't know what all these passwords want from you. <laughs> you already have an account here. I have no memory of this place. <laughs> yeah, you're like, what was I here? Oh, oh my gosh. Okay, so because I just want to hang out with her because she's just so cool. And I don't want to bombard you guys with too much information. So if you have any questions, how can they reach you? Uh, feel free to email me at uh, sarahvanmarketing at gmail.com or alternately you can reach out to me on any social media uh, website uh, under Sarah Van Marketing. I'd be glad to answer your questions or work with you or advise you in any way I can. I love to to help people grow. So Awesome. Yeah, she really does. She is amazing at it. I really can't say enough things about her, but also like she's just super cool. So even if you want to ask her about what it's like to be a parent, as an entrepreneur she's like oh don't don't <laughs> uh so that is everything today you guys i am so excited and i want to know how these tips really worked out for you and if there's any tips that again you guys have questions about please reach out to sarah i promise you she's nice or she wouldn't have ended up on this podcast <laughs> awesome thank you again for having me and you guys for tuning in today and spending uh you know some of your time with us it's it's a big honor. Thank you. Yes, we love you guys. And it's Thanksgiving in the States. So happy Thanksgiving happy after Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. And we appreciate you and have so much gratitude coming from our hearts for you listening. So enjoy the information. We'd love to hear from you guys. And that is it for the Daily Grind today at the Entrepreneur Special. Bye, everybody. Bye.